Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 126th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here. Today, we have a hand from a European Poker Tour main event I recently played. It's always fun to play main events. Um, one thing I definitely suggest that you all do, if you are going to be playing a main event or any tournament where you just may find yourself short-stacked, is download the brand new floattheturn.com push fold app. This app will ensure you never make a bad all-in again at a poker tournament when everyone folds to you and you have a short stack. You can download it at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash app. That's just APP. Or you can search for it and download it on your mobile device in, on the iTunes App Store or the Google um, the Google App Store, whatever it's called. <laughs> Anyway, let's go ahead and get to this hand. Like I said, this is from a 5,000 euro buy-in EPT main event. So we are playing 100-200 with a 30,000 chip effect to stack. A tight aggressive kid raises to 600 from second position. If you're not watching these um, podcasts, by the way, you can actually watch the video over at jonathanlillepoker.com slash WPH. Shout out to everyone on Stitcher, on iTunes, on YouTube, wherever you're watching this or listening to this. And only I call with King, Queen of Hearts. So obviously we're, we have a great hand from the big blind. We are going to be very, very happy to see a flop of this pretty much every time. We get a fantastic flop of 752 with two hearts. Again, we have King, Queen of Hearts. I check. I'm going to be checking a lot of my range in this scenario. I actually don't mind leading in this spot from time to time because this low uncoordinated board should be pretty good for my range and not so good for the early position tight aggressive kids range. I actually discuss leading a bit in my most recent book. It's called Bluffs. And what it amounts to is I'm not a big fan of leading just because... <sighs> It's a really exploitable play, right? You're leading with specific hands because you think your opponent's going to play poorly against that. And I'm not going to assume a tight aggressive kid is going to be making any drastic errors versus a lead. So anyway, I'm just going to check my whole range in the spot. So I check. Tight aggressive kid bets 1,000. And now, given I'm out of position, I think check raising is probably the best play. If Notice if I check call. Our opponent is going to very easily be able to check behind with something like ace high and then perhaps call on the river. So we're not going to be able to steal the pot too easily if I do call and then check, check the turn and then bet the river. So for that reason, I think I want to go ahead and check raise this. And I would be check raising pretty much all of my flush draws in this spot and eight, six and six, four, if I have those hands, but I may not have those given my opponent did raise to three big blinds preflop. So... We're going to check raise. I think I want to make it reasonably large. He made it 1,000. I do like to make it 2,800, which is not gigantic or anything, but certainly sizable. When my opponent calls my flop check raise, I think he has a lot of draws and overpairs. Also, we could have sets, but I think some people just go ahead and re-raise the sets immediately. But if I was in my opponent's shoes, I would definitely call the set as well. So I think we're against a pretty strong range at this point. And given our opponent did raise some early position, I think it's going to be primarily over pairs.
The turn is the queen of clubs. So now the board is seven, five, two, queen, two hearts, two clubs. Uh, so two, the backdoor flush draw is available now. Given the range I just assigned my opponent of mostly overpairs and draws, again, overpairs to a seven, not like pocket aces, right? Of course, he could have aces. I think this is a pretty clear value bet. So we went from semi-bluffing the flop, and even though we did not get the flush, we essentially got there with the top pair. So um, I, if I do value bet this, I will get called by aces and kings. Kings is somewhat unlikely given I have a king in my hand. Queens is also very unlikely. So really, I'm only going to be getting eight called by aces, and then also jacks, tens, nines, eights, maybe sixes. And then for all I know, maybe he decides to hero call down with something like ace-king because he thinks I have a lot of draws check-raising the flop, which may not be so inaccurate. <laughs> so I'm going to bet this. The pot's 6,900. I think a bet of about 5,000 is pretty nice. I bet 4,400 this time. My opponent does call. And the river is the 10 of spades. So now I lose to pocket 10s. But again, I... So at this point, you always want to ask yourself, all right, what am I losing to and what am I beating that will call a river value bet? And if I check, will any hands bet that would not call if I bet? So I lose to aces, kings, queens, tens, and that's about it. So I beat jacks, eights, sixes, any seven, like eight, seven suited, and also draws that got there to a middle, to a pair of tens, like ten nine of hearts. So for that reason, I think there's certainly merit in value betting. Notice if I check this river, a lot of players will check behind with a hand like pocket jacks or ten nine of hearts or pocket eights. So in this scenario, I think there is merit in making a somewhat thin value bet. It may seem somewhat thin, but I actually think it's just fairly standard, especially given my opponent may decide to hero call given a lot of the draws completely missed. Notice 8-6 missed, 6-4 missed, and the flush draw did not come in. So I'd be pretty surprised if my opponent does not look me up with perhaps a hand as weak as a 2. So I'm going to value bet. Pot's 15,700, and I bet 6,000 or so. I actually don't like this bet size looking back at this now because given all of the draws missed, I think a very big bet makes sense. This is a spot where if you're considering a river over bet, you always want to ask yourself, are there a lot of bluffs I would like to have in my range in this scenario? And there are a lot of bluffs. So for that reason, you typically want to be betting large. Whenever there are very few bluffs in your range on the river, you usually want to be betting smaller because you're going to be value betting more often than you are bluffing. But here, there are a very large number of bluffs that we could have. And when that's the case, you want to make a big bet because you want to make it to where you can profitably bluff with a lot of these hands. So anyway, um, river overbetting is something that we will discuss over at pokercoaching.com. If you have not already checked that out, we'll discuss that over there at some point in depth. But anyway, in this spot, I do bet 6,000. My opponent calls and I win. And I actually remember this hand. My opponent looked so angry and frustrating, just like threw his cards right in the muck. It was very fun. Whenever you're playing poker, don't let your opponents know that you have them frustrated. That is not what you want to do. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we won the pot. And 
This is a pretty clean example of a spot where I'm check raising with the semi bluff. We get there with a reasonable made hand on the turn, and then we just go for maximum value. I think a lot of amateur players in this spot, if they do like to check raise the flop, they go into sort of a pot control mode on the turn or the river, electing to check. And if we checked on the turn or the river, I think we would have certainly missed out on that extra 6,000 river bet. So very important that you do get those bets in whenever you are semi bluffing. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here. Again, check out the new Float the Turn Push Fold app. You can download it at jonathanlowpoker.com slash app, or you can get it in the iTunes app store, the Google app store. Let me know what you think. We are working hard to improve it. We want to make it a good free resource for you. So check it out. Let me know what you think. I'll be back next week with another episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Thanks for being here.